0: Welcome to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. And now, here's your host, Nick Phillips.
1: Welcome to another edition of The Advocate. I'm your host, Nick Phillips, and I'm here with... Kathy Lux, your co-host. Hi, Kathy. How are you today?
2: I'm great. How are you? Uh,
1: Wonderful. I could do
2: without the rain here in Cleveland.
1: Without the rain, waiting for spring to spring here in in, uh, beautiful northern Ohio. Yes, it's time. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about a real hot topic. It's a hot topic because it's in the news quite a bit, and I think many of us don't really know what, what all the fuss is about. Uh, but it has to do with what our children are learning in schools are hearing a lot about, what's going on with boards of education and who should be on the boards of education and what should the kids be taught. Well, uh, with us we have uh, Diane Stover, uh, who's with a group called Protect Ohio Children, and she's here to explain to us what is going on, what's all the fuss about. Diane, thank you for joining us. Yeah,
2: And, and I want to just add to that that, Diane, I don't think we're hearing enough. So So inform us.
3: Well, I'm just thrilled to have the opportunity. Thank you so much because I really feel that there has been so much done in Ohio by our group and others that we network with that parents have a lot more transparency than they once had and that parents need to really exercise their parental rights. To know what their children are being taught.
1: Well, they always are supposed to have rights to know what's going on, and, and that's why we've always had interest in people running for school board and that kind of thing. What What's going on now that makes this critical?
3: So in 2017, I was invited to a, a group, it's a national organization that has been looking at uh, comprehensive sex education, which is Planned Parenthood curriculum and their allies in the schools, going back since about 2016. And when I came into the organization, and I'm now a national co-chair of that organization, our folks in, in the group actually analyzed the curriculum to see what was being taught. So we were aware, and we were starting to sound the alarm. All the way back to that time. And when I came into the group being the person from Ohio, my job was to find out, you know, we're hearing from our legislators that, oh, we've got a few rogue districts in Ohio, but it's, you know, nothing to be alarmed about. And so I needed to start with a blank sheet of paper, really, and just find out what is being taught in Ohio. And what I learned pretty quickly is that that information is not readily available by anyone. But that has changed because of the work of the Protect Ohio Children Coalition.
1: Well, you know, many, many, many years ago, we started with sex education in schools. Uh, and I remember back, like in the 70s and 80s, talking about this. I used to be on the Board of Education out of North Royalton years ago. And the sex education uh, of children became quite a thing that was being taken from the parents and given to the schools to do. And that was a big debate constantly because, you know, sex education and sexuality generally is such a private and important thing in life. Parents should be well aware of, of what kind of education is out there, and they should be delivering most of it. Oh, uh, So how, how is this changing? What are the schools doing?
3: Well, as you know, um, being a board member in the past, it's required that sex education be taught in Ohio, and parents have the right to opt out of any curriculum. But going back to 2019, mm-hmm. excuse me, um, it's been 20, over 1999, I believe it was now. It's been over 20 years. The law in Ohio said that this, the the schools should be teaching an abstinence-based curriculum, meaning that they should be teaching that students should abstain uh, until marriage and uh, and then, and then the Well that ministry,
1: that never worked. <laughs>
3: well, I mean the kids are going to learn things from all different sources of but course, in high schools the intention was to give them a, a, what they need to know to keep them aware of the STDs and you know the psychological and emotional mm-hmm, side effects mm-hmm. of participating we're, outside of marriage.
1: We're going to have to you take know, a we're going to have to take a short break. Hold that thought, Diane. Uh, okay, we're going to take a short breath. We're talking to Diane Stover and Kathy Lux and I. We're going to be here after this break. So Stay don't go away.
2: Us.
0: And now back to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips.
1: Welcome back to Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another segment of The Advocate. We're talking to Diane Stover from Protect Ohio Children. And we're we're talking about sex education in schools. Uh, whose job is it? Actually, exactly.
2: And you know, Nick, you you made a statement about being taken away from the parents and the schools mm-hmm. taking. And Diane, I you know, my my instant thought was it, it, there seems to be this um, pervasive attitude, uh, more so now than ever, that the schools know better what's best for our children than we do. Um. And,
3: well,
2: and it, go ahead.
3: Uh, well, I was just going to say that not all districts are out of compliance with Ohio's law that says that it should be an abstinence-based programs. But what has happened is that there's this push now uh, to supercharge these curriculums to where they are actually sexualizing children, teaching them to consent for sex, and the whole gender issue, uh, uh, questioning their genders and changing their pronouns – Teaching about abortion and contraception. So these are the curriculum that our group has had front and center on our radar screen that are harmful to children. And so that's why we started the Protect Ohio Children's mm-hmm, Coalition mm-hmm. because we wanted to find out. And what we did was that we did open records requests. I spent two years in the weeds with this and some districts were forthcoming, others never would respond as to what they were teaching. But through the National Coalition, we you, if you go to our report that we can talk about at another time, but we actually have examples of some of this, what I would call, you know, supercharged sex ed. It's called comprehensive sex education. The intention never was that parents would hand their kids over to a school sexualize them with this material and that's exactly what's happening
1: well when we talk about uh, sex education in school I you know I remember the whole concept of K through 12 we're talking about kindergarten with six-year-olds or five-year-olds and we talk about high school seniors who are 17 or they're adults at age 18 and still in a high school Uh, so the amount of sex education that's being delivered to school children varies based upon the grade. Uh, how how much do we actually look at a problem with there being premature sex education to, say, like a 7- or an 8-year-old or a 10-year-old, compared to what you teach a 17- or an 18-year-old?
2: Right. What are you seeing there, Diane?
3: Nick and, and Kathy, it really depends on the school district. Mm. Ohio is a, a local control district and some districts are way out of bounds. With they this.
1: really vary that much.
3: It, it does, and we have actually, with the mm-hmm. work we've done, we have done YouTube videos about some of this curriculum. We have a Facebook page, but the most, it's kind of like, you know, the um, the thing that kind of makes us a little bit famous and across the nation now is that we have a heat map, an indoctrination heat map, if you will, and we have collected over hundred school districts of what, you know, these open records requests. And we have anonymous tips coming to us on a daily or weekly basis. And we have over 100 school districts where we have posted what um, parents have sent us. And this has grown beyond the sex ed now. Uh, It's the critical race theory. It's the social emotional learning. It's turned into something that, We can't even, we don't even have enough time on your program to talk about. There's so much uh, curriculum that is dangerous to children.
2: So, so yeah, we're going to have to certainly have another show with you um, because this is such a new, I mean, we're talking about our children and grandchildren and, and the future of this country. Um, And you use the word indoctrination and for our listeners, what do you mean by indoctrination? What is, what is that?
3: So it's teaching an ideology. I really like to use that term ideology because Mm -hmm. there's so many different ways that people frame it, or they they might try to lay blame on the LGBT community and this kind of thing. Um, That's a trap. It's an ideology that's being propagated to students that when we get into the subject of social-emotional learning, for example, it's, it's actually a religion if you will.
2: So tell us it, a little bit about what is social emotional learning.
3: Social emotional learning is the most insidious of all of the indoctrination because in nineteen in two thousand and nineteen, the Ohio Department of Education adopted it as one of their four key pillars of education. And this is something that's put out by Castle and if you just think about all of those, uh, those tech, technocrat people, they created this Bill Gates, uh, Warren Buffett. Oh. Those folks. And so that right there is your red flag. When you see CASEL, which is an acronym, C-A-S-E-L, mm-hmm. the way it was introduced into the schools, um, it's kind of an offshoot and next step of Common Core. But the, the beginning of it was that. This is where we're going to teach the kids about kindness, empathy—you know, those soft skills that students need to really communicate in this world and mm-hmm. and, and manage their their uh, emotions and what have you. But during COVID, they they really flipped it on everyone. By and this is what they do—they're always updating the language with new terms and what have you. But They, it's now a, they call it transformative SEL. And so what they're able to do is to take all of this sex ed, uh, human sexuality stuff or the critical race theory, uh, ideology Mm -hmm. and they put it in, uh, in smaller, um, chunks, if you will. Uh, they'll do labs, they put it into, Every single course of study, math, science, history, and they just drop it in. And so this is where we have a real huge problem in Ohio because this has been, uh, you know, introduced into our school system. Actually, Ohio is one of the most progressive states you'll find with social emotional learning. And that's why I'm very disturbed about what's going on with this.
2: So when you say progressive... What 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 are you referring to?
3: It's been adopted, and it's in just about every school. Okay. We're very advanced, and and I have to say that it's not just a curriculum. It's um, they do surveys; they're collecting data on the students. It impersonates mental health services, and they'll even it'll they'll even uh, because they don't have enough staff for mental health services in a a school. Um, Unqualified counselors or even students, as they're, you know, working peer-to-peer, they'll be trying to introduce mindfulness and techniques that, you know, are supposed to help folks with their mental health. These are things that come in with the social-emotional learning. It also is a real problem because it is, diminishing the parental rights that parents have. We have, and I'll just name one of the districts in Brunswick, and -hmm. there's others in Ohio, that they actually, the superintendents and the principals, and we have the emails on our website, have stated that they do not need to tell the parents when a child is transitioning and asking to use different pronouns. So you see how Wow. Very dangerous, this is. And we have Protect Ohio Children. Our Central Ohio board member in Columbus was recently highlighted in a Fox & Friends segment because um, the um, undercover media, Accuracy in Media, has been doing videos. And they did Upper Arlington, where there was a superintendent uh bragging about, there's more than one way to skin a cat. So if you don't get the critical race theory in through one class, you can do it in this other class.
1: Um, um, Diane, Diane, before we run out of time here, with all this information, I'm listening to it and I'm hearing terms and I'm hearing mm-hmm. uh, really allegations uh, that are, are pointing out to some things that uh, if they're true, they're they're not very good. Uh, mm-hmm. Is there a website you have where people can go and, and read up on this and find out more?
3: If you go to protectohiochildren.net, um, that's where you'll see our anonymous tips button, and you'll also see a red button launch indoctrination site map. And you can see over... We hired a young man to create a Google map where we have linked all of our districts pages to the map. So you can see the map of what's in Ohio. And then you can also scroll down the left side alphabetically to find if your school district is listed as one of the districts where we have accumulated. Um, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. We're going to take a short break. We're talking to Diane Stover. She's with Protect Ohio Children. And we're, we're talking about sex education in our schools and, and other things. And so we? much else that, and we, so much that else. we
2: haven't been able to cover yet. Yes. Not at
1: all. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back with Diane Stover. After these words, look not go while you're listening to Kathy Lux and Nick Phillips here on WHK. Stay with us. The Advocate. We'll be right back.
0: And now, back to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips.
1: Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with our final segment of The Advocate for today. Uh, it's Nick Phillips here with Kathy Lux, Kathy and Lux. we
2: are so fortunate to have Diane Stover here to talk about something so important, our schools and
1: our children. And during the break, we're talking to Diane about the fact of, of all the alphabet soup we're faced with and this whole topic yes. that we're going to have Diane on again, and between now and then, we all have some homework to do. <laughs> and let's go to our website and find out what is what is going on with, um, with CRT, CSE, SEL, and... XYZ. I suppose uh, the
2: whole the whole alphabet, yeah. The
1: whole alphabet, but uh, Diane, thank you again for joining us uh, today. And thank you. Yeah, with regard to the the issue, I notice uh, one theme that, that follows through, which makes your uh, your organization important. Because I asked you at the very beginning, why do we need your organization? And it's I think one of the answers is that we have individual school boards. Uh, we have, I'm sure, over a thousand school boards here in Ohio.
3: Uh, there's 612, school districts in the state of Ohio. Wow.
1: And they're all different. Uh, so anything can go. And I, I think that your organization is sort of requesting information to sort of keep track of what's going on in these school districts. So right?
2: transparency so parents know what's happening, yes?
3: Yes. I, I'm actually proud to say that in Ohio, we are in a much better position than other states. Maybe we're in the best position because we have been into this, uh, you know, collecting this information and awareing, making par- parents aware. But uh, the heat map is where we have a person. All of our people are volunteers. And we have a volunteer that uh, I used to do the updating of the website. I come from an IT background. And so I created the website, and then we collect the evidence, and then uh, this person posts everything. So as it comes in, we vet it, we put it on there, and then the community can share those pages to get people up to speed on what's being found.
2: And so, and so when you say collect the evidence, this evidence is coming primarily from parents, Yes. That are finding yes. these things out okay and
3: uh, parents are activists people in the community okay. taxpayers
2: and and yep. so we we just have a short time left but i i want you to tell us what's the driving force and is it with with these schools what is it the school boards going along with this or is it the teachers are going rogue where's what's the impetus
3: you know, it actually is an ideology that's been around for some time that is being, um, I mean, in, in some of the videos that have been put out, the teachers are in on this in some cases. I'm not going to paint with the wide brush that everybody's in on this, but they are trying to push mm-hmm. an ideology that they are being taught in their off-site teacher uh, meetings. Mm-hmm. Um and I have to say in Northeast Ohio, the Northeast Ohio Diversity Center, they actually uh, provide contracts and consultants from their organization that comes in. And, you know, I'll use Rocky River as an example. Um, When we first heard about what was going on there, they had a consultant from the Northeast Ohio Diversity Center being paid $50,000 a year. To uh, implement a K through five DEI program full time, and so this is a big business. You have to understand there's money in all of this.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. You're
3: talking when you're talking about curriculum, and you're talking about consulting and all that goes with it. There's big money. So I hate to say that that's happening, but it really is. And meanwhile,
2: math and reading and all of that is just going by the wayside.
1: Oh, that's
3: the most important point.
1: Katie. Well, academics important. We'll talk about this again when we have Diane back with us. But uh, Diane, thank you for the information you're gathering and making available to everyone. And hopefully, if you are a parent or a grandparent or an aunt or uncle, uh, this affects your your family.
2: Well, so. all of a citizen. It's our future. Our children are our future.
1: We need that. Well, Diane Stover, thank you for joining us today, and we'll have you back again uh, sometime in the next month or two.
2: It's been great talking with you, Diane.
3: Likewise. Thank you so much for the opportunity.
1: My pleasure, and thank you for listening. We'll be back next week, same time, same station. So between now and then, have a great, healthy, and safe week.
0: Take care, everybody. Goodbye.